0: Hi guys, welcome back to Pain to Purpose, the podcast where I share my real-life experiences in turning my pain into purpose, to inspire others in working through trauma, mental illness, and just real-life events. I'm your host, Alyssa Weiss, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about self-care. Now, before I get into this episode, I do need to take accountability. In my last episode, I talked about how I was quitting smoking, and if I relapsed, or anything along those lines— That I would tell you and be upfront about it because I value authenticity and you guys deserve to know the truth. I don't want to have a fake facade for social media or whatever it is. Like, I'm going to be as authentic as possible. I never quit smoking, like I said, I was going to, up until this morning. And I'm going to wait on the addiction part two episode only because I want to make sure that when I talk about why I didn't quit smoking, I want to make sure I'm giving you a genuine honest answer instead of just coming on here and making some shit up on the spot and pretending like it's okay when it's really not. So that episode is coming, probably upcoming on Tuesday, but I, um, I did want to let you guys know it's been rough for me. And that's why I wanted to focus on self-care because I feel like I put so much pressure on myself to always be perfect and always be doing the right thing and always trying to be there for everybody else and doing everything all at once. But I forget sometimes that if I'm not taking care of myself, then I can't even be here in the way that you guys need me to be here. And I think it comes with experience and age and just learning what works for you. But I got really burnt out this week, and filming or recording this episode yesterday felt like such a chore. And so that's when I knew that I needed to take a step back and reevaluate my priorities. So yesterday, I took the time to completely clean my space. I cleaned my room, I cleaned my bathroom, I cleaned the kitchen, I did my laundry, I vacuumed, cleaned my space. Because a lot of the time for me, I realized that my space is a reflection of my mental state. And if my space is really messy or cluttered or there's garbage everywhere or dirty dishes in my kitchen, whatever it may be, I feel awful about myself. I've noticed that I'm cluttered, I'm not focused, my priorities aren't always lined up and I'm just, I'm not as on top of my P's and Q's as I should be when my space is a mess. And that's a very real thing is because The space that we put ourselves in and the space that we create for ourselves, really does reflect us as people. I think, let's use your bedroom for an example. It may not be exactly how you want it, but I feel like your bedroom does reflect your personality. So say my bedroom and my mom's bedroom. Very different, but with our personalities and the way we are, it just kind of makes sense. So... You know how you go over to your friend's house and they have their own like whole little vibe in their room and it normally reflects them as a person or the way that they feel well taking care of yourself and creating that space for yourself i feel like is very important because if you're not taking care of that space then you're not really taking care of yourself and if you're not really taking care of yourself then vice versa you're not really taking care of the space And I noticed for me that when everything was a mess, I was just so frustrated. I was like, I can't even think straight. I can't see straight. I need to just take a step back for a minute. And I feel like the reason that my space was reflecting me so heavily was the way that I was feeling towards myself this week for not following through with my word and not being disciplined. And I've just I've really been beating myself up. This week. And so I had to remind myself that I'm still exactly where I need to be. I may not understand why everything happened the way that it did this week, but I will understand not too far from now. And I'm trying to remember that I have to be kind towards myself. You know, making changes in life is really hard and can be really stressful. And so if I'm not taking care of myself throughout this hard and stressful journey, then then I'm doing something wrong because self-care should, in my opinion, be everybody's number one value. And here's why I say that. Because after the stuff that I've been through and having fake friendships and rough relationships and just things that have taught me a lot of life lessons, I've realized if you're not taking care of yourself and making yourself the main priority, then you're not even gonna be able to have healthy friendships or relationships. And that's what's so important with self-care, is we come into this world by ourselves and we leave by ourselves. So if you're not making yourself your main priority and putting yourself first, then there's no way that you're gonna be able to do anything or be anything for anybody. Because you haven't made yourself a priority. And I know that that's really hard to swallow sometimes. That's a really big pill to swallow because I'm a people pleaser. I like to make sure everybody else is comfortable. Everybody else is feeling good. Everybody else is taken care of. But I noticed in those situations when that was happening and I was the only one making others a priority and i wasn't getting that energy reciprocated i just felt so low about myself i felt so empty i felt so underappreciated and that's the thing for me is like realizing okay i'm number one nothing in my life can run smoothly if my physical emotional mental and spiritual health is not regularly monitored And I feel like in this day and age, it's so easy for all of those things to slip away from us because of technology, you know, like we're all really sucked in to our technology most of the time. And it's understandable as to why, because with the generation that I grew up in, technology was like brand new to the world. And we were kind of the first people to use it, you know, like we grew up in the technological era. And I have to sometimes, when I'm taking care of myself, I sometimes have to put my phone down, turn it off, on do not disturb, no notifications, nothing. Because I notice I get so sucked in that I, then again, forget to take care of myself. And I'm mentally numbing. And what I mean by mentally numbing is I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and it's so mindless and it's like two, three hours have gone by and I'm like, what have I done with my time? I could have used these two, three hours to do things that I needed to do to take care of myself. I could have made a whole meal. I could have done the dishes. I could have cleaned my room. I could have vacuumed the house. I could have gone for a walk. And it's just like when you're able to step back from your stressors, and I'll get into stressors here in a minute. When you're able to step back from your stressors and evaluate what's causing the dysregulation, And for you to feel drained or burnt out, then you know what to do moving forward. And so, some of the stressors for me, like physical stressors, is work. I have a normal corporate America nine to five job on top of everything else that I do. And it's a tough job, it's a lot of physical labor. I work on the dock of a department store, and I'm constantly throwing heavy boxes around, unpacking heavy boxes. And on top of that, I work out six, maybe seven days a week, depending on my mental state. And so for me, that puts a lot of physical stress on my body. And I know that. So sometimes I have to remind myself, I don't need to go lift today. I don't need to go get a really heavy workout in to feel good about myself. Sometimes I just need some light movement. Go for a walk, do some stretching, do some yoga, you know, just... Move your body a little bit. Do a just dance if you can. I don't know. Go skateboard. Walk your dogs. There's a whole list of things that you can do if you still want to be physical, but you don't want to have an entire workout because I know that's me some days too. On top of that, sometimes rest is all your body needs. So for me in those moments when I just really feel like I need some rest, rely on them self care, like self soothe items. And what I mean by self-soothe items is what we called it in treatment, is do things that make you feel good or calm or just relaxed, right? So for me, Epsom salt baths, bubble baths, bath bombs, those are all great options for me. Because being an athlete and working out as much as I do, that rest and that recovery time is really important for me. And if I'm not making that a priority in my week and not maintaining my body, I am going to feel burnt out and I am going to feel stressed. I know sometimes I've had people mention to me before that they struggle with their physical hygiene because of depression or anxiety or PTSD or just any sort of mental illness that makes you, sorry, any sort of mental struggle that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. And that's a very real, real thing is because when you do struggle with depression or anxiety or big labels, I guess you could say, if you struggle with these chemical imbalances in your brain, then it totally makes sense as to why sometimes it is physically hard to take care of yourself. And so this is just your little reminder. If that's you, that's totally normal because struggles with mental imbalances or chemical imbalances I hate saying mental illness because I don't like that it's considered an illness. And that's why I'm trying to walk on eggshells around that word because I don't like it. If you have mental struggles or chemical imbalances, it can be very hard to take care of yourself sometimes. And I've been there, you know, sometimes I just go to bed without washing my face or brushing my hair or taking a shower, you know, and it's like, that's okay. However, sometimes that one night could turn into two, three, four days. And yeah, like this was in the past. This isn't me now. Like I do a lot better, with just basic self-care and hygiene and stuff like that. But when I was younger and I had just gone through everything that was so traumatic for me, like nothing else could get done because I was just in a state of survival. And When I was in that state of survival, I didn't realize that that was the most important time for me to be taking care of myself. Because with everything that I was dealing with, I was still trying to make sure that everybody else was okay. And I had people checking in on me, but no, I didn't really want to talk about it either. So there's two sides to every coin. But what I'm getting at is when you're in that state of survival and you're, struggling to even just be human or do human things that we need to do every day that's when you need to focus on taking care of yourself the most everything else has to be put to the side and i know that that's going to have to be taken with a grain of salt because some people are going to be like Alyssa: i have three kids and a full-time job i can't just not be a mom and not go to work anymore Like, I get that. That's a whole different circumstance. So that's when, then, you have to figure out when you can get that time to yourself to prioritize yourself so you can make sure that you show up for your kids, so that you show up and perform at your job. Because I notice, for me, I'm an awful teammate when I'm burnt out or when I'm feeling stressed under the weather or, like, I just had so much happen in the week and it was just a rough week, then I just don't perform well at my job. And so it really does start to reflect in other areas of your life. And I feel like that's what a lot of people fail to realize is other people can start to see when you're struggling. And so if you're not putting yourself first, it is going to become visible. And the longer that you do that, and you make yourself, and you put yourself on the back burner, then it's really going to start reflecting. And I notice it with my coworkers, and I don't just want to speak like, oh, they don't take care of themselves because I don't know their situations. However, I take care of myself every single day for the most part. I try to do something at least once a day that makes me feel good because that's just how I maintain my energy. I'm sure that there's people at my job, the ones who are so moody and angry and rude to everybody all the time, probably don't really make it a priority to put themselves first because people who put themselves first really glow differently through life. And I didn't realize that when I was younger either. But now that I'm older and I've had the time to step back from relationships and toxic friendships and treatment and just all things that were stressing me out, I have become a much, much different person And that took me five, almost six years to do. So don't put this pressure on yourself to be like, oh, it has to be good by next year or January 1st or whatever it may be. Because think about it, New Year's is right around the corner. So that's just the best example I could give you. Like it's gonna take time to figure out how to take care of yourself and how to maintain your self-care. When you're emotionally stressed, and feeling burnt out, like I've been saying, it is gonna come out onto other people. And the reason I say that is because I'm totally guilty of doing that to people that I love sometimes. And it feels really shitty afterwards, but in the moment, it was like, okay, I know that I did my best in that moment and no, my best wasn't very good. However, now I know what caused me to lash out, react, give attitude the way that I did because something inside me or that I'm dealing with is making me feel some sort of way and when you're feeling some sort of way it's normally projected onto other people and that's not for everybody because I know some people can control their emotions better than others I'm working on it and at the same time I do have those moments where I lash out on people because I'm human and every single person has done that at least once, twice, three times in their life because it's very normal to react out of anger or irritable emotions because they're easier to feel and experience than the underlying emotions beneath those. That's a whole nother episode. I'll get into that in another time, but you'll tend to project stuff onto people For me, if I'm mentally not feeling taken care of, this is where I struggle with trying to cope and find things to numb what I'm dealing with. It's very easy for people to get stuck in their minds. And I know that because I was that person and still sometimes am that person. By sometimes, I mean literally every day. It's really, really hard to control your thoughts sometimes, especially when you grew up with childhood trauma or really tough life events that have caused you pain. Because when you're hurt by somebody else, you normally adapt a core belief. And I don't know if I talked about it much in the first addiction episode, but I'm definitely going to get into shame in part two more in depth. But it's shame is not something that somebody told you you are. But by what they did, what actions they showed you. It made you feel like you were that way. And so for me, what I mean by that is my core belief is I'm not good enough. Nobody's ever told me that I'm not good enough, but people have done things to make me feel as if I'm not good enough. And when I'm starting to spiral in my shame of feeling i'm not good enough or i'm not doing enough i'm not trying hard enough then it's easy to try to push that down with other things to avoid what you're actually dealing with and what you're actually feeling and so for example that could be cigarettes or weed or cocaine or meth or heroin or eating too much eating too little watching porn having sex with random people you know, and it's like the shame when I, you spiral in it, you continue to do the same thing over and over again because of your core belief. And so you have to be able to challenge yourself on that a little bit. And to challenge that, you have to do the exact opposite of what you're already telling yourself. So for me, if I'm not good enough, I am good enough. And I am trying hard enough. And this is my best right now. And my best may not look the way that it did yesterday, but this is what my best looks like today. And that's enough as it is. And so for another example, if it was, I'm a failure, if that's your core belief, I'm not a failure. I've made mistakes, but they're opportunities to learn. And so you have to combat what you're feeling about yourself with the opposite statement. It's like devil's advocate, two sides to the coin, as I said earlier. So when you're mentally struggling like that and you've given yourself some self-compassion, pull out a journal, pull out some blank pieces of paper and a pen and just put it on paper. For me, it's so healing when I can just vent on a piece of paper and journal all of my feelings out and I'm mad at this person, I hate this person, I, I feel shitty about what I did here, I hated this interaction with this person, I did really good here, I could do better here, you know, like, this is good here, but that needs some work. And so, it doesn't matter what you're writing about, because you don't have to show it to anybody, nobody has to read that, and if you're afraid of that happening, hide it in a spot that nobody's gonna find it, because I've been in that situation before, too. But journal, put your feelings down. Just get it out because if you hold on to that, it's only going to make it worse. And then draw, color, doodle, call a friend, call a trusted family member, take a nap. When I'm mentally struggling, sometimes the only thing that I need to do in that moment is take a nap because it feels like a little reset. Like a little, okay, I'm just going to not deal with anything right now, let myself rest, feel better, and then we'll revisit this problem in a couple of hours. That's okay to do. You don't always have to deal with everything in the moment, but that doesn't mean that you can avoid it forever. And the reason I say the reason you can't avoid it forever is because the longer you avoid it, the longer it's going to fester. And the longer it festers, the more you're going to blow up in the end. Sometimes you just need to cry. I've been in that situation before too where it's like nothing else matters in that moment, but screaming at the top of my lungs with tears just streaming down my face. Because that for me, those moments where I explode like that is because of what I just said. I didn't deal with something for a long time and I let it fester and I let it build up and I let it consume me and consume my mind for a long period of time. And you are going to get to a point where that bottle, if you shake a soda bottle too much and try to open the lid just a little bit, it's going to explode. And that's how it is for me. If I don't talk about something, I keep shaking the soda bottle. But sometimes you just need to put that soda bottle down and slowly open the lid. Another good way to distract yourself in those moments where you're struggling mentally is play some music. You know, music is really... Interesting, because the frequencies of the sound make you feel different emotions. So if you're listening to music in the state of mind that you're already in, it can be helpful to a certain extent. If you continue to listen to sad music, even after you've been listening to sad music and you're not feeling as sad anymore, but still a little sad, you're going to keep yourself in that place of sadness because of the emotions that the music is intended to make you feel. We used to have to in treatment. I hated this shit. Is when we were feeling something, we had to play the opposite music. If we were sad, we had to play happy music after a certain period of time. For that very reason, because of what you're consuming is going to be what you're feeling or what you're experiencing in your reality. Also, mentally, to just catch a break from the world, read a book, find an interesting topic you enjoy and research it. Do some brain games like a Rubik's Cube or Sudoku book. Because when you're challenging your mind like that, it's easier to work through these other difficult things that we're dealing with, right? And so you just constantly have to be willing to challenge yourself and push yourself a little bit day by day. And the thing about taking care of yourself and making growth a priority is it's a slow journey. So you have to find the things that you're grateful for in every little moment. In the moments of struggle, I'm grateful for this moment of struggle because I know good times are right right around the corner, and I'm learning something, and this is an opportunity for me to continue growing. Because when you get stagnant and when you get stuck, it is really easy to feel down and like you're not doing enough or... Like you're stuck. And that, for me, causes me to feel awful about myself. And so if you can find something to do every day to just kind of push yourself, to challenge yourself a little bit more and more, learn something new, then you're never stagnant if you learn something new that day. And that's what I mean is like, this whole process is very slow. This is a lifelong journey. But the sooner that you start seeing that and appreciating this journey... The more fun you're gonna have on the way because it's not even about the destination and I know that sounds so cliche but it really really is about the journey because I remember yeah I'm not I'm not where I want to be in life yet by any means but I'm taking more steps to get there every single day and so I'm enjoying the journey I'm having a good time knowing that Yeah, I fucked up a lot this week in my opinion, and I've been beating myself up, and I had to take care of myself, but I'm grateful for this week because it did force me to slow down and take a break and reflect and realize, okay, I too still have areas that I can grow in. And that just excites me so much because when I stop growing is when I feel like I really have failed in life. I don't care how much money I make, How many people I influence? Like, I hope it's a lot. And I hope I'm abundant in both areas of those things. You know, but it's like, that's not what I care about. That's not my main focus. My main focus is to continue learning and see how far I can push my own limits, my own boundaries. While also realizing that I have to do this with realistic expectations. And then again, you cannot reach your goals if you don't make yourself a priority. So me, almost six years ago now, when I wasn't prioritizing myself or taking care of myself in the way that I needed to, compared to the person that I am now, they're two very different people. And the person I am now, as funny as it is, I would not have liked my 14-year-old self. I would not want anything to do with her at all. And that's the beautiful thing is that I have experienced and I have learned and I have changed and I have grown. And I now understand that truly that saying about what you water, that's gonna grow, is because the more I started watering myself and stopped watering other people. The more that I grew. And I think it's also that glass half full, half empty sort of thing is like, if you only have half a glass of water, you don't even have enough water for you. Much less to be pouring into somebody else's cup. Because then you're going to look at your cup and it's going to be empty. And then the only thing you can do from there is two things. Be mad that you poured out all your water into somebody else's cup and loathe them that or be grateful you still have a cup. You can either sit in that and loathe the fact that you poured all your water into somebody else, somebody else's cup, or you can be grateful you still have a cup. And so that's where you just have to remember, I'm doing the best that I can right now. And the best that I can doesn't mean that I need to be giving the best that I can to somebody else. It doesn't mean that at all. The rest of this year, To anybody listening to this episode, if you're already in a relationship, don't break up with your partner unless it's an unhealthy relationship and you've been having feelings about breaking up with this person and you've been thinking about it a lot, then this is your sign. Completely unrelated note, if you are single and also if you are in a relationship, don't break up with your person and if you don't need to. However, take this month to prioritize yourself. Because we'll get into this in another episode probably next week too. As New Year's is right around the corner. Let's make sure we're going into the new year. The best, most refreshed version of ourselves that we can be. So we can tackle our goals next year. Let's make sure we're feeling rested. And we have our plans set. And we're just ready to go. Just make it a priority To focus on you, what you need to do, whatever that may be. Just allow yourself the permission to know that you are your main priority, always and forever. If you guys made it all the way to the end, thank you guys so much for listening. Your support with this podcast has seriously been so, so unreal. And I'm very grateful for every single one of you who messages me and is like, I'm listening right now or... I'm so proud of you. You guys seriously have no idea how much that means to me. Because putting your life on the internet is really scary. (laughs) But the support has truly been very, very, very overwhelming. And I'm grateful for everybody who supports me and who's rode this wave with me. If I said anything that resonated with you today please don't be shy to leave a rating, leave a review, share on Instagram, share on Snapchat if anything resonated with you. That's just the best way to help my podcast grow. And it it really is a community effort to get it out there. And that's why I'm so thankful to everybody who's like, I shared your podcast. Like, That's so special to me, just knowing that I'm touching other people's lives in the way that I hope to. Because I feel like every single person it gets shared to was meant to hear something that I said. Whether that's one thing or the entire thing. But it's just so surreal to know that this is an opportunity that I get. And so I just want to soak up every moment of gratitude for this experience and this beginning and to something very special. You know, I'm just, I'm very grateful for it. And I don't want to be anywhere else in life right now. Thank you again for being here. Take care of yourself the rest of this week, the rest of this month. I love you guys very, 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 very much. I will see you on Tuesday. Bye.